Hi, this is NFL Network's Patrick Claibon welcoming you to another episode of the 4th and Out podcast. It's the best podcast. Well, yeah, I'll say it. It's the best podcast in the world because you are listening to it right now. It's in your ears and you hear me and I'm telling you it's the best. You could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to the 4th and Out because, well... The universe has decided to give you this, this opportunity to hear a fantastic podcast. So continue on the path that life is set you and enjoy the fourth and out podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the fourth and out podcast with me, George Evans. Uh, join me this week after a slight hiatus, Liam Whiting. Liam, you're right. I'm not bad, thank you. Um, nice to have you back on your own podcast, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, taking a week off, other than your, I mean, detrimental weeks off to the podcast, you know, it's it's been a long time, but uh, it's been three weeks for all of us. Ollie Broom, you're here as well, mate. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Good to be back talking about this little thing called football. Yeah, man, it's been a long time since we've all been together, um, way I'm before the, Christmas. I'm off the COVID list now. Yeah, you're That's off good. the COVID list. Liam's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Completed it, mate. Completed it. Uh, dear idea. As a person, uh, just while we take talk away from football for a minute, as a person who's not had COVID yet, what what is it like? Genuinely, no. Do you feel rough? Because you look you look pretty rough. Thanks, mate. Um, it's like having really. Ollie will probably agree with me. It's like really bad flu. Yeah, don't have a booster. Don't have it. Yeah, uh, it was fine. Um, I had a fever for about twelve hours, um, which saw me get up in the night and watch Chiefs Chargers. So. Oh, what a game. That wasn't, that wasn't too bad. Um, and then it just left me with a really bad cough, which would not have been good audio. Um, I basically couldn't, couldn't speak, couldn't have a conversation without having a hacking cough. So, No, that's it. I mean, yeah, so we've had a couple of weeks off for various reasons. Um, you know, Christmas, illness, engagements, they've all come up in the last, in the last three weeks. Ollie, is it an okay time to formally, as I'm looking at you now, to congratulate you on your engagement? <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, more of a, a chip shot field goal than a, a Hail Mary. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Take the points, mate. Take the points. Always. Um, but yeah, um, that's pro- probably where I got COVID because we had the weekend in London. So um, yeah, swings and roundabouts, but all good. <laughs> yeah, all good, mate. Probably wandering around uh, Winter Wonderland as has done detrimental things to yourself as well but no it's good to have you back Liam it's good to look at Liam right now I know the listeners can't see him arms behind his back Jesus Christ we ain't, we ain't at that point yet mate um, I'm like Gasol on the pod aren't I yeah shout out to Gasol um, alright let's uh, let's go through some football stuff because it was week 18 the first ever week 18 um, and it was pretty pretty nuts um, very oh, nuts what actually. is going on what week I mean I, I just don't get the whole season I mean they left the best, in my opinion, the best and most crazy game of the season to literally the last game of the season um, in Raiders Chargers, which was just unbelievable. But throughout the whole weekend, it was just nuts. Obviously, you've got the Jags beating the Colts. You've got um, other things I can't even remember off the top of my head at the moment, but we'll go through in the podcast. But yeah, I think the only place that we can really start is Raiders Chargers. So Raiders 35, Chargers 32. Um this went to overtime at 29 all. Both kicked a field goal, and then the Raiders um, kicked the game-winning field goal with Daniel Carlson, I believe his name is. is. Ex-Vikings um, kicker. 
Yeah, well, he's gone on to bigger and better things, actually making the playoffs. Some might say. Um, and yeah, knocking the Chargers out of the playoff race and putting um, Ollie's Steelers in it. Um, Ollie, what did you make of this one, mate? It's a cracking game. It's just mad. And, you know, I think it was... I read an article that uh, the tie was the league's worst nightmare, potentially. And it was so close to happening. And potentially it should have happened, really. Um, it was weird, the weird timeout call by uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah, so, so I weird. think uh, the, a few Raiders players came out and said that that basically changed their mind. They were they were happy with the tie and they weren't going to you know, do anything to turn the ball over. And yeah, that's it. It just gave them more time to to do that. Everything, which is which is weird. Is kneeling down. Yeah, it's weird. I sort of wondered like what your take on it would be because that's a it's not a team from another conference or anything. That's a, a division rival. So surely you want to you want to put them to bed. Um, and it didn't seem like they had that mentality obviously the Chargers were were happy to tie yeah that's the thing like obviously you're right as a division rival you you probably do want to do that but the Raiders were going into that that last drive before the time that was taken with the mentality of just kneeling down and taking and taking the tie because you know it safely safely puts them you know in the playoffs All right, it puts LA in there as well but it was it was what's going to happen and then Brandon Staley takes out that timeout for no apparent reason, and then it it cost them the game. I mean, Staley in the game made a few weird decisions in general. I mean, going for it on your own eighteen yard line on fourth and one is a bold call to say the least. But I mean, that's I mean, I I enjoy the Madden kind of kind of thing where that's the kind of thing you do on Madden. But I think you've got to be realistic, and if you're if you're doing that play from your own eighteen yard line, um, it just seems it just seems a bit nuts to me. Liam, what do you make of this one, mate? I really wanted it to be a tie. It would have been so funny, wouldn't it? I'm sorry, Ollie, but it would have been so funny. Um, no, I mean, the, the chances of it, of everything, you know, coming together was, was like astronomical. So yeah, yeah, it would have, would have been a wild one to see. Definitely. Yeah. It was a great game. Um, we were saying on the, before we were recording, we were saying about, was it the best game we've ever seen? What do you guys think? It's the best game I've seen all season. Oh yeah, of the season, I, I, but I'm saying like ever, like is it top ten material? Not I think the only one that, that sprung to mind for me was that Kansas City LA Rams game. That was, um, one I, that was where one it was, I was yeah, fifty points each. Um that's that's the only one that I could think of that comes close. But what made this game so good was that last Chargers drive. Um Justin Herbert just putting dimes everywhere, but that last throw to take it into overtime is it's, it's one of the best throws I think I've, I've ever seen. Just not just, I think he had throw, three fourth pressure. down conversions as well. Yeah. He had, so, he had so many of them on big fourth downs as well. I mean, you're talking 10 yard plus fourth downs, especially on that last drive. It's, it's so impressive. And I'm a little bit guided. We're not going to see him in, in the postseason. Yeah. Like we've, I think been on the Chargers hype bus quite a bit and it's it's sort of weird that Herbert's played really well and he like really good on Sunday and you know he's not in the not going to be in the postseason. No, it is what but I think we've got to give uh, Liam some respect to the Raiders because they've done really well to win their last three games and, and get to ten and seven unbelievably considering what's gone on during their season with Gruden, with Ruggs, um and where, stuff where, like that. It's, it's where incredible. Do we carry on. Yeah, it's it's the US office meme of how many days since an incident, oh, Simpsons, it really is. Uh, 
they've got to be one of the most well, it's not necessarily well-run franchise, but the mentality of the staff, considering everything that's happened and they've still managed to win and play well, just is amazing. Like, how many teams have gone through such diversity situations and incidents and then still win games? It's it's unheard of, isn't it? In any sport, it's, it doesn't have to be the NFL. No, and they beat good teams in their yeah, last three games. They're not so bad you, teams, are they? No, they beat all... the Broncos, Colts, and Chargers. You know, these, as much as I rib on the Broncos, they're still a the pretty Broncos. decent team. You know, and the Colts and Chargers are a very good team that have somehow both not found themselves in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think massive respect to to Las Vegas here, and they've got a chance of winning their game against against Cincinnati on uh, on Saturday. I guess we'll we'll get into the playoffs later, but um, yeah, like they've. They've almost got no expectations on them, and they can just—they're obviously on a, a winning run. They've got momentum, and yeah, let's let's see what they can do. Yeah, I think I'll be rooting for them. I always like to root for the underdog. It was their—it's only their second winning season in twenty years, so you know. I, th- I think I've play. got to root for the Bengals because this oh. team got—you got to—you can't not. <clears throat> no, I've got a Raiders T-shirt. That'll be going on Saturday. When uh when I watch that one, but yeah, it's just a cracking game, one of my favourite games of the year, if not my favourite. But um, there was a lot of good ones on Sunday. Um, we're going to move on to probably the weirdest one: Jacksonville, <laughs> Jacksonville Colts. Jaguars twenty six, Colts eleven. Um, Liam, I think it's fair to say that nobody saw this one coming, apart from no. me on the chat who said that it might be a possibility. Yeah, but you always make random bold statements and then some of them happen and this was one of them that happened, wasn't it? Colts hadn't won there in six years, mate. They still haven't won there in seven years. There's something about playing at TIA Bank Stadium that they can't deal with. Yeah, not sure. Um, It's good to see Jacksonville get a win their last game and it's almost like the shackles were off so they just were playing because they had nothing to play for, so to speak. So their it, was Trepp's, it was Trepp's best game, wasn't it? By it was, quite, a, quite a long way. His stats were impressive. Really good. Um, interested where they go as a franchise from here, but I'm sure we'll come to that in the off-season. But yeah, it's nice him get a win in, into the season. Good old Tony. And what about the Colts, Ollie? They kind of uh, shat the bed the last couple of weeks against the Raiders, but especially this one. They were they were 14-point favourites. 14-point favourites, yeah. And I think everyone just kind of... When the topic came up about the Chargers and the Raiders could potentially tie, everyone was like, oh, it's not going to get that far because the Colts mm-hmm. would just handle their business and move on. And they didn't. And it was, it was a good... Um, Good performance by the Jacksonville defense to sort of keep Taylor in check, and that kind of might be a blueprint going forwards. Obviously, difficult to handle, but you know, if you keep him in check, the the offense is not functioning properly. Wentz really didn't do a great deal. Put up eleven points on the Jaguars. Um, yeah, not too impressive, really. And it's it's a shame because I thought the Colts played quite well for most of the season, and yeah, kind of similar to the Chargers, really. They missed out, so. I mean, they started 0-3 and then they went on a, a brilliant run during the middle of the season and then they finished badly, which has, has ended up costing them. But it's weird. I don't know who to who to put this one on for the Colts. As you say, Wentz didn't play that well, but nobody did, really. Um, they, no, I mean, they've got, really like a, didn't turn up. they've got a good offensive line, generally speaking, and Jacksonville were just doing damage pretty much the whole time. Yeah, Jacksonville got six sacks. You know, which is for their defense is pretty much unheard of. Josh Allen was an absolute monster throughout 
throughout the whole game. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to say fair play, but the Colts were never in this game at all. They they scored eight of their 11 points pretty much on the last drive of the game. Until then, they had nothing. They, they weren't even close to Jacksonville. I think it is slightly worrying. I don't think Frank Reich's in, in any immediate danger, but Liam, when you look at the fact that they gave up a first-round pick for Carson Wentz, it, it, has it really taken them that much further than Philip Rivers did last year? Well, it hasn't because Rivers made, made the playoffs last year. Yeah, they've possibly regressed even, haven't they? As yes, I think I think Wentz will get one more year next year, and I think that will be sink or swim for him. So yeah, we'll see. But then, if they didn't have Wentz, who would come in? There is a list somewhere I saw earlier going around in chats of available quarterbacks next year. So be interesting to see who they could have had. Yeah, I, I think with the hard. right quarterback, they're a potential Super Bowl contender. I think we said that at the start of the season. Um, well, the, so the weird thing up. is, they were a Super Bowl contender two weeks ago, <laughs> and then, and then this happened. Like, I mean, that's that's the story of the season, really. Just in the general context of the league, we from week to week it changed. It's changed so much, and in previous years, you've had like your favourites the whole way through. Where and really, apart from the Packers, um, particularly the AFC, it's flipped every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the AFC has been hard to call, as you say, all season. There's only a couple of consistent teams within the entire league. I'd probably put the Bucks in there as well. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's just Bucks and Packers for me. If, I don't trust the Rams that much, and the Cardinals have kind of fallen off a off a little bit of the cliff. But, um, yeah, strange ones. So the Colts will be coming back next September. Um, but two teams that have made the playoffs, um, the Rams and the 49ers. So the 49ers needed to win this because the Saints won their game um, at Atlanta. So they won this in overtime, 27-24. Liam, I was pretty... Well, I've been impressed with the 49ers for a few weeks, but I was really impressed with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo towards the end of this game because that last drive, especially when he had one minute left on the clock and no timeouts and got him down for a touchdown. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah. So before this game, I quite fancied the 49ers because we know what the Rams are like with Stafford. And so they're not most reliable team are they so I kind of fancied the 49ers then they were 17 points down and I thought surely they can't come back and they did didn't they and Jimmy G it's what we said about him all season he's just been steady and he does enough to win you a game but he was outstanding in that game it's probably one of his best performances of the season I'd say I think he's done enough this season Ollie. I don't know whether you agree with me that he's going to find himself another starting job next season probably at a different team yeah, hundred percent. I think he's got quite a big cap hit. I was looking um, earlier, and I think I it's like 20, twenty-seven million dollars. Ouch! Um, I mean, pain. not as not as much as as someone like Kirk Cousins. Um, that wasn't yeah. a bit of dig either. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just funny anyway. <laughs> um, just a, a fact, but um, yeah, I think they've invested all that in in Lance. They're going to want to roll with him at some point. And probably haven't seen quite as much as him as we thought we would. Um, but yeah, if if they do decide to move on from Garoppolo, I don't think, even in a crowded quarterback market, I don't think he'll be short of offers. I think he'll definitely find a partner. Yeah, to me, he's got the Texans written all over him or something I, like that. I think Big Bill would still have him back in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, I, I don't think he was... Yeah, it depends if you want to Texans. start in yeah, that's it. And I, I think Belichick would speak him round to doing it. 
Maybe, but fair play to fair play to him and the 49ers yeah, here because it was definitely. a it was a must win game. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm a lot happier that the 49ers are in the playoffs than the Saints because I know Liam, you'll agree for different reasons, but they're a lot more exciting team to watch than the Saints are. Um, and Trevor fucking Simeon, no offense to him, but one one reason the 49ers really did get back into this game is Debo Samuel, and he's been a monster all year round. He threw for a touchdown. He rushed for a touchdown. He was pretty close to catching a touchdown as well, which I think would have been the first time maybe ever that that's happened. Um, yeah, I, they're not a team, Liam, that I'd want to face in, in the playoffs if, if our team's ever made it. Yeah, I think they're probably... They're on the Raiders, the teams you don't want to play probably because they're the uniform teams. But going in with a win like this gives you so much... Yeah. Same with the Raiders, gives you so much momentum. Um, and just it, it makes that week of training that is so much bit easier. It's, it's the old debate of week the last week of the season. Do you play your starters or rest them? And this is a reason and a good reason why you'd play your starters because of this, and you'd have this momentum going into your first playoff game. Exactly. And what do we make of the Rams here? Then, because we know what Stafford is. Uh, you know, three touchdowns, two interceptions in this game. All well, it kind of did cost them, but he's, he's almost cost them for a few weeks now. Um, and the running game really didn't get going. Twenty-one carries, forty-three yards. I mean, I, I don't. I still don't know what to make of them. To me, they're just going to fall short of an NFC Championship game. I think they'll get beat by possibly a Tampa Bay or a, or a Green Bay. Um, but yeah, Ollie, what do you make of the Rams? I don't think I could trust them enough for them to push. No, on. They're a difficult one to call. I'm still still a believer in given like the players they've got and the coach they've got, and I think. On their day, yeah, but they're streaky. They don't, they don't turn up all the time, and it's it's a difficult one to call. I think um, you can say about any team if they play to their potential, they'll win. But mm-hmm. the Rams, especially, they do seem to be very hit and miss. Um, even even in the context of the same game, they were seventeen points up with Liam said, and then they lost. Yeah, um, yeah that's it. When you've got superstars on defense like Ramsey. Um, Donald and Von the defense, Miller. And, the defense on. is strong enough to win you a game. You don't need to rely on your offense with that D, do you at all? But that's where the, the defense should have won them this game. Exactly. That's what I was going to yeah. say next. Yeah. yeah. You know, surely you've, you've got to make some plays. It's going to be um, really interesting to see how much they use Cam Akers in the playoffs because he was. Yeah. I think yeah. he was set for a big role this season, and he obviously went down before, and he's he's come back, and they sort of eased him back in this week. Um, so what? Because Sony Michelle's been playing well as well. So be interesting yeah, to he, he just couldn't get going in this. But um, no, but I mean the Forty Nineers' defense is decent. So yeah, you know you can chalk that one up and and say yeah, okay, fair enough. Let's go again next week. I think they're pretty lucky that they're going to face a division rival in the Cardinals, who are pretty much um, stuttering. You know, they haven't got much left in them. I don't think. Which is probably a bit of a free pass for for the Rams, but they'll they'll face tougher competition uh, the week after that. But um, yeah, no, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how it goes. All right, Ollie, let's talk about your boys then in another Christ thriller. Uh, so another overtime game, three in a week. Blimey, we are treated. Steelers sixteen, Ravens thirteen. Um, it didn't really get exciting until until the second half. Well, I guess maybe until overtime, but. Um, Ollie, your boys are in the playoffs. I don't think anyone really saw it coming at nine seven and one. But what did you make of it? Yeah, they are in. Um, it wasn't a good game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> um, it's it sort of uh, sums up the season really. They 
haven't played well on offense. Um, thankfully, the defense stepped up in this one. Um, and I, I actually thought the the last drive there were some quite impressive plays to get into field goal range. But generally speaking, it it, it wasn't a, a great watch. No, it's, it's been tough to watch um, Ben Roethlisberger for the last few weeks, and just the offense in general, I guess, throughout the whole season. But um... it's weird because um, you know the commentators were were sort of bigging it up and saying like, "This is the the final drive of his career." Um, you know, if they, if they turn the ball over, or whatever, the Ravens have got Tucker; he can make it from 150 yards or whatever. <laughs> um, and he made some some good throws. The actual the conversion on fourth and eight was was not a good throw, and it yeah, yeah. sort of just made it. And then the receiver fell backwards um, over the line to gain. Um, but he, he made some alright throws. But now you you go into it where they're facing the Chiefs now, and it's almost. I've been thinking about this for a few days now, and you know he wants. He clearly wants to go out on his own terms. He didn't want the final game of his career to be against the Browns in the playoffs last year, where they mm-hmm. got massacred, basically. Yeah. Um, but more than likely, that's what's going to happen against the Chiefs. But, well, it but happened three he, weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. That was another ugly game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he's going out. Obviously, his final game at Hinesfield, he won. And then he could hang his hat on this against the Ravens um, but yeah final game against the potential potential final game against the Chiefs is going to be a tough one it probably looks better for him though going out uh, on a massacre against probably one of the, the greatest quarterbacks who's ever going to play the game in Patrick Mahomes yeah um, I mean he, he came out in his, in his interview afterwards and he said you know final regular season game to get the win like against one of his great rivals in the Ravens they've always had good teams over the years good battles over the years um, and he said, like, that's one of his least favourite places to play mm-hmm. because it's always such a tough game. Yeah, no, fair play to them and fair play to the defence as well. And TJ Watt and um, equaling the sack record of 22.5. Um, seriously and impressive there's, season. There's no asterisk next to that one either because he didn't play 17 games, he only played 15. Exactly. Don't worry, mate. I'm not trying to take <laughs> it away from him. It's all this. It's all this. But, I mean, but, he... W- that is a different team when, when he plays. Mm-hmm. He's so key. You know, I think um, with sort of um, player of the year awards and stuff like that, to me, it's almost how much or how valuable he is to a team and he completely changes that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're such a... Uh, yeah, you're so much worse off without him than you are with him. And that was proved in the two games that he missed as well because... There was just no penetration um, and you couldn't really get to opposing quarterbacks, but he is a monster. Like, it doesn't matter whether he's double blocked. I've seen him triple blocked, still getting through. For, he's, he's incredible. Um, and he'll give you somewhat of a chance, you know, um, against the Chiefs. It's going to be tough, but uh, yeah, Liam, have you yeah. got any thoughts on this one, mate? I was letting Ollie just wax lyrical. Um, I just wanted to say Tomlin, um, impressive mm. that he's coached over 10 years and he's not had a losing season record that is ridiculous that won't 15, happen 15 years isn't it yeah i knew it was over 10 but i couldn't remember the number and that won't happen again that is insane 
Also, Big I mean, Ben's never had a close. losing record as well. <laughs> yeah, you're right, it was close. But yeah, Big Ben throughout his whole career, never a losing record. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it is insane. I think, yeah, realistically, Ollie, you're probably looking at one more week of Big Ben and then moving on to the QB carousel. Yeah, uh, I mean... Welcome to the circus, the, mate. <laughs> the way you've got to look at it, um, we know how explosive the Chiefs can be and there's no way you can go toe-to-toe with them and come out on top. So they're going to need to slow them down and make some plays. And whether that's getting a pick six or getting a turnover in Chiefs territory and trying to Your defense has got to keep you in it the entire game. If your defense plays like it has all season, I think you've got a chance. It'll need to be like a a 20 to 17 or something. You're not going to win this game 35 to 30 or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. The Steelers won't score more than 17 in this game. Or at least I'd be incredibly surprised if they do, because the Chiefs' defence is pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, nice. it's just good to get through to uh, to that stage in the season. Obviously, I don't want it to happen like the Bears last season where they played the Saints and um, they had three points until the last drive and then Mitch won the MVP, or NVP, should I say. And it was just the most <laughs> embarrassing thing that's, that's happened to the team for quite a long time. Um, until this season turnaround, but yeah, no, it's good to be it's good to be in it. Something that me and Liam can't can't sadly talk about this season, but we'll root for. Yeah, I've seen like people saying, "Oh, you know, criticizing it. Oh, you've you've messed up your draft positioning now and whatever." But if you're not playing to get in the playoffs, what are you really doing? But yeah, exactly. Why would you try and get a worse draft pick when there's no quarterback? Regardless, if you're doing it, yeah, that's and a it's not like, question. But what's the it's point? Not like no they're in play for the first or second pick either. Exactly. So. When you're in the no, middle. There's also ways of moving up in the draft as well. That it, it, you know, your draft pick is one thing, but you can always use assets and and whatever else to to move up if you're really desperate for for someone in the draft. So I always think arguments like that are a bit pointless. That's what I thought about the the Jacksonville Detroit one this this weekend. I mean, I don't I don't think in a quarterback class where there's not uh, a draft class where there's not a quarterback who's obviously going to go number one. Do I think it's really that kind of that important to have one or two? Not really. You're kind of looking at two players anyway from similar positions that are going to go one and two um, that are both pretty equal in every single way. So draft draft picks are nice and, and draft positions one thing, but you know it's been proven to work with having pretty much no first-round picks in the LA Rams. So you can, you can look at it from, from a lot of different ways. I'm never, I'm never one. I'd rather, if, if I was building a team now, I'd be looking at veteran players instead of draft picks but free agency that'll be yeah. my way now that's fair <clears throat> yeah that's what we're going to put you on after this season mate see if anyone picks you up <laughs> all right um we'll talk about one more game i think that had some importance over the course of uh course of the weekend so tennessee 28 texans 25 so the titans somehow secure the uh the number one seed in the afc meaning they get a bye week meaning they're one week uh, closer, really, to getting Derek Henry back for for the first game of the playoffs. Um, Liam, what have you made of the Titans this season? They've been quietly pretty good without anyone really talking about them since Henry uh, went out of the team. I think we all said <clears throat> they'd sort of shit the bed without Henry, but they've almost proved everyone wrong, haven't they? Um, mm. Really impressive them. Um, I think they're sort of dark horses in this playoff race. You know, yeah, they could be quite interesting. Well, everyone has to go through Nissan Stadium now. So um, they're an interesting team. I think Ryan Tannehill is a very underrated quarterback as well. He is. Um, 
he doesn't he, get he, much he praise, a lot. does he? No, considering you know Julio Jones hasn't really turned up for the whole season. Uh, AJ Brown's been out for a decent amount of time. I think Tannehill has really livened up that team in the last few years um, and turned them into the, the team that they are. But yeah, I like them. Um, and I tell you what, I like the Texans as well because fair play, they fought back in this game. They were twenty-one zip down, and then got it close and say so got it within three points of the final score. Um, we all laughed at the the Texans pretty much throughout the offseason, Liam, but they've they've kind of proved us wrong. How the hell did their QB get three hundred yards and they still lost? This Davis Mills is good. Do you think he's got a chance as a starter next year? He's got to be, hasn't he? How can I mean, you not? How can you not give someone a starting job with those stats? Like, I'm not saying it'll be good or not, but I'm saying you've got to give them a chance. Do you? Do you bring in someone through free agency as well to help you? It's an interesting one with Davis Mills because his record in Tennessee is outstanding. It's um, and not, sorry, in in Houston's outstanding. It's 12, 12 TDs to one pick. Um, on the road is slightly different, but it's it's more difficult being a quarterback on the road. But I think if anything, he's, he's definitely secured the second spot in that team. I think it's, it becomes more difficult if, uh, let's say, Deshaun Watson gets traded and you get offered a, a Tua Tungavailoa, for example, um, then you're, you're more likely going to play Tua. And then you, but... could have, you could have dual quarterbacks. You could play both, which we thought the 49ers were going to do. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, Ollie, they've been a team of kind of misfits, but they've made it work. And they're, they're, I think they're better than their 4-13 and 13 record, actually. Yeah, and if they do end up trading Watson, then they're going to get some significant capital back for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's building blocks there, and they can definitely improve in the years to come. I think. I don't yeah, think, I think they're going to. I don't think they're going to be a team that's, you know, struggling down there for for years to come. No, it's the first time they get a first round pick for three years. I think this year, so. Yeah, building blocks. But um, yeah, good good for Tennessee. They get a week off, um, another week to I mean, get Henry back to, to full fitness. Got to give props to our friend, uh, other Liam Bodge. Mm. Um, way back when, he called the the Titans would get the one in the AFC. Before the, se- before the season started, what a shout that is. Yeah, that is unreal. Because if you look back at some of our calls during the off-season, they were oh, yeah, no, not close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, we picked some uh, absolute fucking stinkers. Looking back Sound on like it, us. Aren't they? yeah, I know, right? Yeah, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, no, big shout out to Liam. That's good knowledge. That and uh, yeah, fair play to Tennessee. All right, so um, the wild card round is set. Obviously, Green Bay, Tennessee get um, get a week off, but we still got six games next week. We've got two on Saturday, three on Sunday. Um, and one on Monday, um, obviously time time zones depending on that. But um, yeah, so some interesting games coming up. We've we've kind of spoke about Bengals Raiders as as the first game on Saturday, but the second one is Bills Patriots. Obviously a division game. Um, they played each other recently, um, and the Bills came out on top with Josh Allen probably having his best game. But um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to call. The Patriots been on a slight downhill spiral, losing three of their last four. The Bills, I can't really trust too much. Um, Liam, how do you see this one going? I think the Patriots are going to do it. Oh. I think the Bills aren't consistent enough and Bill just loves to win in the playoffs, doesn't he? 
He does when he gets there, yeah. Yeah. He does. I, and what, I think what, what, after what's happened the last few years, he's almost got a point to prove, hasn't he? What worries you about the Bills? To me, it's the passing game. I don't, I don't know how much I can trust Josh Allen this season. I was going to say the defense because they've not been as good. Interesting, interesting call, uh, Ollie. How'd you see it? Um, yeah, similar. I think um, Bills inconsistent and Patriots are sort of built to play through January. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really tough one to call. I'd maybe just give the edge to the Patriots. But it is, it is a difficult one. Bills, I think, a few weeks ago, they, they really need to establish the run and actually Singletary's played quite well since then. Yeah, yeah, really so, well. It's, yeah, it's a real, a real toss-up. I think the Bills are favourites, but um, I, I do see it as quite a close one. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at both their games this season. Obviously, the, the first one was a, a snow game where the Patriots just run all over the Bills. Um, and Mac Jones only threw three times in that. But um, and then the say Josh Allen had the best game of his of his season against the Patriots a couple of weeks ago, and they they were good. But yeah, it's a tough one. It, it comes down to a field goal for me. Maybe it's, I don't think I could see him being split by any more than that. Um, it's always difficult as well for a rookie QB to play in a playoff game. But Mac Jones has, has shown all season that he, he's a good quarterback and he's been putting put into a good system with good coaching so but I think I think a coaching will see him through I don't I don't think he necessarily has to worry too much all right so you're both going both going Patriots yeah that's a really nice um a really nice lineup of games on the Saturday man. I think yeah, Bengals, lovely, Ra- Bengals Raiders is a really good game actually well that's uh, one that we can a, easily stay up for probably a bit of a hipster's choice but um I think that's, that's a good game between two teams who probably wouldn't have expected to be there and then Bills Patriots, um, obviously a rival division rivalry and and uh, another good game. So yeah, who have you got in that one? Yeah, I'm going to go Bills. Um, just I don't know whether that's more my dislike for the Patriots or my love of Stefan Diggs and some other players. Sorry, Liam, uh, some other players on the Bills teams. I think <laughs> I the running game's important. No, no, I think the the running game's important for Buffalo, and it has got better with Singletary. Um, in the last few weeks. If they can get that going against the Patriots, who are a good defence, then I think they'll find a way to win to win this game. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Raiders in this one. Um, I say they found a way to win these to win these games throughout the course of the last few weeks. Confidence is probably sky high. They beat them earlier in the season as well. Um, yeah, Raiders. Liam? Bengals. Ollie? Um, yeah, Raiders. They're underdogs, but I'm going to take them in this one. Um, no slight on the Bengals. Um, I think they're maybe a little bit ahead of schedule where people thought they'd be. But mm-hmm. I will take the Raiders to go one more round here. Yeah, me too. I think, yeah, if I was being honest, I think the Bengals are a better football team. But it's, it's just fine. I just think the last three weeks for, for Las Vegas have been so important. I think they're just riding the momentum. Yeah, that's it. Um, so Although yeah. you could say the same about the Bengals with... Um, with Chase, obviously, yeah, breaking the record and being a bit of a madman. Yeah, and Joe Burrow has been incredible all season. As you say, it's no slight on the Bengals. It's just we've got to pick a team, and, and that's the way it goes. And if Liam turns out to be right, then well, we just can't turn up the week after. So that's, Worst things that's have absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the easiest game to call probably comes at six o'clock on Sunday with the Buccaneers and Eagles. I think this is just such a mismatch. Um, Tom Brady's been 
<laughs> Tom Brady this season, right? He's he's probably he's probably second in the MVP race, but he's forty four years old. He's just thrown for over five thousand yards and forty three touchdowns. Like, like what the fuck is that about? I I don't get it, Liam. How's it possible? You're nearly that old. It's Madden on kiddie mode, isn't it? That's what it is. It's mad. Forty three thing- touchdowns. Did you see what he did for Gronk last week? Uh, well, I saw he gave him about 130 yards. Yeah, which got him his bonus, which got him a million dollars, and he did it for him on purpose <laughs> to give him the bonus. Oh, uh, that is just ridiculous. Imagine taking the piss out of a team so much that you just... Uh, do you know, do you know what else they've got? Go on. Me, me a fantasy championship. Ew. Well, it, it, it was one of many things. Take. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a sad day that I've got to pass over the ground to... To Ollie, but I'm glad it was someone who was in our division, Ollie. That's uh, that's one thing that I will take from it. Because you know I've got to bring it up. I had, I don't know how I won it because I had a six and eight regular season record, six uh, percent chance going into week fourteen, and then somehow, do you know what? It's because I picked up um, your boy Amon Rasen Brown. Well, he's literally I mean... carried me through the playoffs, and now I need to buy his jersey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Amon Ra, I mean, I picked him up earlier in the season. He didn't do too much. But the last four weeks, I'll tell you what, he has blown up um, for Detroit. Detroit is such a fun team as well. Let's just chuck that out there. Something that I never thought I'd say. But yeah, Amon Ra, Jamar Chase getting about 4,000 yards in, in the first week of the final probably helped you as well. That that did help as well, yeah. And it's 55 points. Insanity. Uh, yeah, anyway, no. Uh, congrats, mate. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Buxy, before before my fair, head gets too big. We might as well talk about uh, the fantasy because I can't see this going any other way apart from a, well, a big Bucks winner. All, yeah, all I've really seen about this was um, watching NFL Network earlier. They were trying to sell it that the Eagles might be in Brady's head because no. of that Super Bowl win. But I'm not, different team. I'm not buying it at all. I think there's 10 players left at the Eagles from that team. Brady's obviously in a different state. Um, I'm not, I'm not buying that at all. The coach of Philadelphia isn't there anyway. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, know. I think they were they were clutching at straws trying to sell it because it's the uh, one o'clock Eastern game on Sunday, six o'clock here. It, oh, see, okay. this is one of those games that we think it's going to be a routine one-sided game, but they're just going to win by a score now, aren't they? But, but, I mean, possibly. You know, the Bucks have got injuries, um, especially at wide receiver. But Mike Evans, Gronk, and you know, whoever else they chuck onto that field, Scotty Miller or whoever else, Cyril Grayson. Cyril, come on, 2021. You can't be, can't, no Cyril's in 2021. Um, but yeah, no, they'll be fine. Now, mate. Oh, fuck, yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, no, Bucks win. Big Bucks win here. Um, I'll tell you what, though, the Nickelodeon game is... Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm gonna, this is back. I'm going to be watching it on Nickelodeon as well. I want to see the slime zone. Because uh, this have, is a cracking game. Can you game. send me videos of the slime zone? I want to see this back. Yeah, I will. Because Dallas Cowboys, uh, San Francisco 49ers. This is probably my favourite game of the, um, of the wild card round. This is a lovely game. This is a um, nice game. Yeah, Dallas have been looking pretty good. They put up a couple of 50 burgers um, recently. Uh, Dak looks kind of back to his best. And we've just picked up the 49ers as well. Um, yeah, Ollie, how do you see this one going? Is it... Um, who's who's having the better say Cowboys offense against uh, Raiders defense uh, 49ers defense yeah Cowboys are favorites for this one but I see it being really another really close one um, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys but very narrowly and really it could go either way um, 
I think this is yeah a really good game. Should be a good watch and a bit of a jewel really. All those weapons the Cowboys mm-hmm. have got against uh, the 49ers, their defense has been playing pretty well. They've been doing loads of fun stuff on offense. Um, Cowboys defense has been good this year. Michael Parsons has been everywhere. There's there's loads of threads you can pull out in this game. This this is a good one. I like this one. It's a really good game. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of slime zone action because you know who didn't who didn't appreciate it. It's annoying that you know Mitch is going to lose his his only MVP. Who's uh, going to be the the slime time MVP? Oh, slime time MVP. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Devo Samuel. That's my slime time MVP. I think. Uh, if, go, if somehow it's, it's still Mitch Trubisky, then there's there's something gone wrong here. <laughs> I'm going to go Jimmy G to win it. Jimmy G, yeah. I'm, so, I'm taking I'm taking the 49ers in this game. Yeah, I I, I think I am as well. If the 49ers much, can find a way to slow down the passing game for the Cowboys, I think as, they'll win this. As good as the Cowboys are, they bottle it every year in the playoffs, and I can't see it changing. I, I, we're probably going to be wrong now, but yeah, I think the 49ers, I think that win as well that they didn't expect them to, they came back and won. I'm taking the 49ers. All right. Okay. Um, Chief Steelers. Oof. I don't think we've agreed on a game yet. Are we, no, are no, we, we haven't. Like, we, we were the Bucks, didn't we? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, no, let's say that Liam went for the Eagles because, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we're all going to agree on this one, yeah. Um, Chief Steelers, so we, we spoke about it briefly earlier. Um, Next game. It's, it's a tough one for me to look past the Chiefs here just because of what happened a few weeks ago. I think it was, what, 38 3 or something. And Chad Henney made the field. Uh, so uh, I'm, I can't see it being too much different this time around. Ollie, is there any hope for, for the Steelers? Not really. I mean, everything's pointing towards the Chiefs. It's that arrowhead. Um, yeah. Only thing I can think is maybe I don't know what their run game looks like because Edwards Hilaire has been out for a couple of weeks and uh, Williams went out at half time on Saturday. So I don't know if they're healthy there, but generally they they've got so much on offense. I think like I said, like Steelers, they're not gonna keep pace with them, so they're gonna have to do something special on defence and try and grind it out. Yeah, that's it. And the Chiefs have got an outstanding O line as well. So he's gonna get protected and Patrick Mahomes has been good with his legs in the last couple of weeks as well. He pretty much has been the the best runner on the team. Um yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs by twenty. And um, I think I think that's quite generous. I mean, if I'm honest, take uh, the Steelers in overtime. <laughs> <laughs> What's the betting odds? That's what we need, Ollie. Oh, oh, I'm not even going to look. I don't think numbers go that high. No, no, I think the, the Chiefs will be uh, heavy, heavy <laughs> favourites here. Um, all right, one more game to talk about, then, boys. Uh, Rams, Cardinals. Um, you don't really know with either of these teams how they're going to come out from week to week. I, I guess on form, you'd be looking at the Rams as probably the better team as the Cardinals haven't really shown enough in the last couple of couple of weeks to to say otherwise and haven't been able to get any wins, really. Um, I think they've been massively affected by injuries, obviously, with DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, James Conner, um, Rodney Hudson. They've all been out for the last few weeks with a couple coming back last week. But... Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams just because I think they're slightly more reliable than the Cardinals, but Stafford is going to make this game interesting. Liam? I'm going Cardinals. Fucking hell. 
I think they'll start turning up and start playing. So, yeah. Is that due to your hate of Stafford or? No, I don't hate Stafford. I just think the Cardinals are a better team and I think they'll get their shit together and they'll start playing some ball. So I think this is their week. You should do motivational talks, mate. Can I say? Middle <laughs> just night. get your shit together and play some ball, all right? <laughs> I can get out of there. Yeah, I like I'm it, Ollie. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Rams. Been on the hype bus all season. Um, I think they'll their tactic of stockpiling really good players for no draft picks is going to pay off. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll pay off for one more week. I think you're right there. All right, um, a couple of things. Well, I guess a couple of things that we can talk to Liam. We can definitely talk for a few, a few things gonna, that have happened. I'm going to put my feet up yeah, I mean, do you know what, Ollie? I might as well, because I'm going to get Liam to go first on this one. The Vikings have uh, let go, well, fired head coach Mike Zimmer and your GM, whose name I can't remember. Rick Spielman. Um, Rick Spielman. Um, Liam, what do you make of it, mate? Correct decision? So, Mike Zimmer, yes. I think he was a very good coach, and I think he did very well for us, and he nearly got us to the Super Bowl, but I think, unfortunately, his time ran out. And his arrogance in the end of the game shown by not giving Dick, sorry, Jefferson the record. Spillman, I don't know about this because I spoke to you after it happened, George, and I've got a list of who. So Spillman's been here since 2012. In the first round, he has drafted going back. So I'll go in chronological order. Harrison Smith, we all know he's pretty decent. Matt Khalil, he was a bust. Uh, Patson, he's turned out good 10 years later. Xavier Rhodes, decent. Sheriff Floyd, yeah, he wasn't bad. Bridgewater, it was the injury, so I can't fault that on Spillman. Barr, exceptional. Waynes, yeah, decent. Treadwell, bust. Hughes, we won't mention that. Bradbury, yeah, next one. Gladney, Jefferson. And then second round, we've had a couple of good players, Kendricks being the main one. And then third round, he's got a few steals. So, well, yeah, you've got Diggs and Phelan to chuck in there as well. I mean, yeah, I haven't even got to them already. They're fifth and sixth you know. round. So looking down at these later rounds, he got some absolute steals. And I think he drafted really well for us. But I don't know if it's the answer to get rid of him. But I suppose you just get rid of them both and you start fresh, don't you? So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure what to make of this. Time will tell. What do, what do you guys think as outsiders? Because obviously you're not the same circles. Uh, well, for me, at least, it's the right decision to get rid of Zimmer. I can't yep. stand that bloke. His arrogance was awful. When he was, uh, especially in the last couple of weeks of his, his press conferences, when he was asked about um, Kellen Mond and saying, oh, yeah, I see him every day. Oh, just oh, fuck off, mate. Just don't be an arsehole. He knew he's yeah. going, didn't he, with that sort of attitude? Yeah, he did. And he came out after the game on, on Sunday, after he beat us, and someone asked him about, um, I think, he, he something about his job, and he came back to the reporter saying, well, do you worry about your job? I don't worry about your job. It's just like, mate, you're going to have to answer these questions with the job you're in. And just... before, before the game, he sat on the bench and watched the stadium fill up, and to me, he knew he was gone from that. Like, who, who does that? Yeah, he knew he was cooked. Fucking Delvin cooked, mate. Yeah. Oh, he's another one he picked up. Yeah, uh, your your GM. Yeah, but I, I yeah, I said to you the other day. I said I wouldn't be surprised if a team who needs rebuilding, he'd be the perfect guy to bring in as GM. I think he'd do mm-hmm. really. He'll get another job easily elsewhere. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not too sure what to make of this. This is strange. 
It's an odd time. Um, so, Ollie, Liam called me as soon as I found out about the uh, the Matt Nagy news. I had to. Um, literally, literally straight away. Um, so, yeah, Chicago let, let go of... Uh, oh, did he? Did Nagy go, did he? Did Nagy and Pace. I couldn't believe they both went, mate. It's an absolute dream. I, it, I couldn't have asked for a better scenario, really. Um, I, I, I was... Genuinely, I didn't think I was going to get annoyed about the last game of the season, but the the way he... He knew he was going... But it still doesn't account for some of the plays. We had four fourth downs. No, six fourth downs. We only converted one of them. Um, on three of them, we got sacked, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is a record. On fourth and one, to get sacked three times is genuinely quite impressive. Um, and yeah, it, it was exactly the right decision to make for us. Um, we're in talks, or will be in talks, with a lot of people that I would have wanted to be in talks with, Brian Dayball, Um Brian Flores, who was another one that I didn't really expect to to see let go um, at Miami. Um, yeah, it's been yeah. Do you know what? We, we spoke about our teams a lot during during the season, but Ollie, the Brian Flores one to me was the weirdest and the strangest one because he's had two winning seasons in a row, but he's found himself jobless. Yeah, I think for your two teams, um, you could probably see it coming from quite far off as we were previously spoken about, but the Flores one, yeah, is, well, the only thing you can think of is, I think it was um, a GM, I forget his name now, um, but he sort of said there was, there was disagreement. So, whether that's over the quarterback position, whether that's over, you know, they want to trade for Deshaun Watson or someone else, um, it doesn't, despite playing reasonably well, um, it doesn't seem like two is safe there, no. and you know, do they want to do they want to move on at that position? And and was there a difference of opinion between the team and Flores? Maybe that contributed to it. But I think he'll he'll get he'll pick up another job and he'll he'll probably succeed somewhere else. Yeah, that's the thing. He's a good head coach. So there's no there's no surprise that a day after he's been sacked, he's already been asked for an interview for another head coaching job because I think the league is probably looking at it in the same way to feel that he's been pretty hard done by. Um, you know, he's a guy who's never lost to the Patriots, who the season before this was 11-5, and five, and was somehow from 1-7 and seven this season, got to a winning record of 8-9, 9-8, uh, and eight, sorry. I mean, you know, he's, he's a great head coach. I think you're probably right on the Deshaun Watson side of things. I think there will be some disagreement there. Um, I think that's exactly the direction that Miami are going to go in. Um, and two will end up going to probably the Texans. Um, I think everyone could kind of see that coming from a mile off. Um, yeah, strange one. Um, strange one. Obviously, you know, a few more things have happened around the league as well. And a shout out to our mate Ben Rollo, who's, who's still got to um, live through a Joe Judge season, I think, um, for the Giants, who I think he just put on our chat have been uh, at the bottom of the power ranking. So that's ne- that's never good. Um, yeah, keep calling uh, quarterback snakes. Oh fucking hell, quarterback snakes on third and eight. I've I, I genuinely, yeah, I feel so sorry for him because um, it's not nice to have a team like that where you've just completely you're devoid of all hope. Um, and the end of the season's probably come as a a blessing for all all of us, apart from you, Ollie, uh, at the moment. Anyway, but we've got a lot of a lot of football to look forward to. Still, we've still got four weeks until um, until the Super Bowl. And a lot of good football um, in between that. The one thing I did want to ask you guys is your opinion on who should be the MVP. Obviously, the season's done now. Um, so the voting 
Phone's pretty much done as well. Um, Liam, who would be your MVP for the season? Rogers has got to win it, hasn't he? He's got to win it. He can't not. Well, how can how can I not? So yeah, if I didn't say him, you'd all think I was biased. So I can't not say him, can I? Ollie, um, I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. Mm. From what I said earlier about you know TJ Watt making such a difference to the Steelers, Jonathan yeah. Taylor is that Colts offense, and he's made such a difference to them. He's lifted that team up, so I would probably go with him. Um, I don't think he'll win it. I think it will be Rogers, but my choice would be Taylor. Okay, um, I'm going to go like Ollie, slightly left field, Cooper Cup, because if you've got the most receiving yards, the most catches, and the most touchdowns in a season, I think you probably deserve to be the MVP of a league. Hey, I know on on that thread, where would the Rams be without him? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, literally, where would they be without Cooper Cup? He's he's just been ridiculous all season. Even when Robert Woods went down with an injury and he, he started to see more double coverage, he was still finding himself open all the time. He's incredible, absolutely incredible. I, it, it's not the fashionable thing to do to give it to a wide receiver, but I think if there was a season to do it, then then Cup has has very much earned it this season because he's been outstanding. Um, but it's going to go to Rogers. If I was going to say to you, if Rogers doesn't win it, would it be Brady? Do you think? Yeah, look, it's a quarterback award. Isn't yeah, of course. That, you, yeah, of course. You know, a Cooper Cup will probably, or Jonathan Taylor will win the offensive player of the year, um, which always baffles me how that's different to MVP. I mean, surely if you're, well, anyway, that's a, that's a different conversation. But um, yeah, couple couple Taylor will probably win that, and then it'll be Rogers or Brady. But I think because of the way Rogers um, played pretty much throughout the last half of the season. I think it's hard not to not to give it to Aaron Rodgers. As annoying as that sounds, get that bastard out of Green Bay. Fucking hell. Can't do it. Oh, Liam, have you heard the talk that he's going to stay around for another year? Of course he is. Of course he, he is. Apparently he loves the GM now, Brian Gudekunst, and he wants to stay around. Oh, funny how he now likes him end of season. Funny that, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's, he's had such a good season, you know, as quarterback in the Green Bay Packers and as the majority owner of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, I've been done. Oh, I've been done, mate. I'm, I'm so cocky. I won fantasy. I mean, my team's in the playoffs. I think I need Fuck to bring it. down a pig or two. Right, so I'm going to be ordering, <laughs> I'm going to be ordering a Chiefs thing off that dodgy Chinese website <laughs> for 10 quid again on my merch out for Sunday because... Uh, right, you're going to get it by Sunday. I was going to say, that. if you got that for oh, Sunday, yeah, I'd right. buy you the shirt. <laughs> No, you're right. I might, I'll buy a red T-shirt and write Chiefs on it. <laughs> That'll be the closest we get Your to Your next it, day yeah. delivery off other websites. Yeah, God. I didn't even, uh, didn't even have Justin Fields to cheer me up on the last day of the season. Uh, anyway, anyway, boys, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure to speak to you both again. Um, it's not often we're all on the same podcast, but we'll try and do it for the next three or four weeks, you know, COVID and other things depending. But um, yeah, cheers for joining. Uh, Liam, do you want to shout out the socials, mate? Fourth and out pod, all the good and bad sites. Can't be too good now, can I? What do you mean bad sites? What are you going on? Yeah, we're wait, not on the dark left... web. I've, I've, wait, I've, we? Ollie, I don't know if you've noticed this on our uh, Twitter page, but it, it kind of pops up every now and then with, with some weird stuff. <laughs> Like, I don't know what you two have been like. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah, don't. Yeah. So well, let's talk about this off air. 
Yeah, because right, uh, yeah, pretty pretty dodgy. <laughs> all right, um, yeah, Liam, cheers for joining, mate. Thanks, Ollie. Thank you. Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon, and thanks everyone for listening. And uh, speak to you next week. Thank you.